Welcome back to Cookies and Milk with Monica Matthews. Bedtime stories. It's a little crazy out here in the world today. Just wrapped up my second prayer time today with a group of amazing uh, world leaders, actually, in the faith. And uh, I gotta tell you, for those of you who are not in fellowship um, with anyone faith wise, I want to highly encourage you to to seek that out. To seek that out. It's very important. Something an enemy will always seek to do, whether it's on the battlefield or spiritually speaking, is to isolate you. And isolation is very dangerous territory. It's dangerous to, to your soul, right? Your soul is what? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. It is, it's dangerous to, for some of you, your very lives. Isolation is a killer. It is, it's a, it's a vampire. It sucks the joy right out of you. You know, I've often said I'll probably never retire. That that term is not in my vocabulary. I love working. I love working. I lo- maybe it's the German in me. I don't know. I love being productive. I love working. And whether it's physical labor, mental, both. I mean, it's productive, right? Productivity is godly. It's godly. People die nearly. They begin the death spiral nearly as soon as they retire. And a lot of times it's because of isolation. When the election of 2020 happened and 80 million plus people realized that they were not going to have the president that they voted for. And the world was spinning. And it's still spinning somewhat out of control is how it feels. We have wars, rumors of wars. We have gas shortages. We have pedophiles still emerging and being found out. We have Israel under fire tonight. There's so much. Our border is being invaded. Um, it, we are surrounded by lawlessness, hacking. I mean, it is, it is insane. And if you don't have a reliable support system, which is what I talked about from back in November, please get yourself into communities. Build your communities was my message from back then. And that is still my message tonight. I am happy to be part of your community. I'm so grateful that you would choose to come here at night and share your precious time with me. I'm that is not lost on me. It's really not. I see it as, you know, a giant pajama party <laughs> where we're all sitting around in my den around a great fire and keeping each other company. That's important. That is so important for you to know. 
that you are not alone and that you are prayed for. If you have a prayer request, I would love to hear it. I love it when you send me your prayer requests. And I love the stories I'm getting from you guys, the testimonies of, you know, the, I think I'm on episode four of Cookies and Milk. And I mean, your lives are already being transformed and that is all God. I just give him all the glory for that because he, whatever I'm pouring into you, he first poured into me. I can't take any credit for that. Other than saying amen, which is what I encourage you all to do, right? And so community, you will not thrive in this environment if you are not in community. I don't care if you have a group of ladies that you read books with or some dudes, um, that you, you know, play golf with. I mean, some type of fellowship is very important, okay? But so is fellowship on a spiritual level with someone who can fight for you as opposed to with you. What do I mean by that? I have, as you all know, maybe you don't, but I'll tell you. Clee, you went on a little secret. I have a council of spiritual advisors, and they've never all met together. Most of them don't even know the position they hold unless I've just been very candid with them. They're from all different walks of Christianity, although the common thread doctrinally is that they are all mature and sound, and they are not false, and they're not religious spirits, because I can't, I don't hang out with religious spirits. I hang out with people who are in relationship with God through his word, who want to live a better life, a higher life, because in this life, we have two choices. There are really only two. You're going to live your bestial nature, which is your lower nature, or you're going to live in your spiritual nature. And I'm not saying you can't flip-flop between the two. I've, I've gotten that down pretty well throughout my life, but I'm, I'm saying that as life goes on and we mature, the goal is to walk after the spirit as opposed to uh, the flesh. And that's something that takes practice. It takes surrender. It takes it takes allowing God in his time to take you from glory to glory. And it takes you saying amen. It takes you forgiving people when you don't feel like it, especially yourself. It takes you submitting to God's authority. I mean, who readily wants to do that? It takes you being merciful to yourself and with others. It takes you humbling yourself to receive God's lordship, Christ's lordship in your life, and God's mercy and forgiveness. So many people hold, you know, sit on this proud throne. I've done it. I've been really good at it, actually. I even wrote a book about it. You know, sit on this throne called the throne of Monica and um, have a hard time forgiving myself for some stuff. 
And God's like, hmm, that's interesting. So let me get this straight. I forgive you, and I'm God. But you are not going to forgive you, and you're not God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See how that works. And so I have spiritual advisors that I can call upon, and people who will fight for me when I'm getting my butt kicked spiritually and, and usually, and I believe all battles begin in the spirit. So when I'm getting it just a whooping, um, and even when I'm not, I just need some counsel. You know, the Bible says that there's wisdom in the multitude of, of counsel. And I believe that it just depends on your counsel because not all counsel is wise. So you have to use discernment, but it has taken me years, um, of showing up in places I, I didn't really want to go. I wasn't comfortable. I didn't even know why I was there. And enter, you know, my beautiful, uh, who I would refer to as my godmother now, Alvita, right? I mean, who doesn't love Alvita King? You'd have to be spiritually a corpse to not love her. That's my godmama. That is my sister. That is someone who will fight for me. She will call down armies of angels to fight on my behalf she will stand in between me and lies that I'm believing. She will correct my butt whenever I drop too many cuss words because she's like, Monica, I'm like, I know, I know, I'm sorry, I'm trying. Um, but she's, she's like a spiritual mom, right? She's a spiritual elder for sure. She's been through it. She teaches me. I love being teachable. I have other people who will fight for me. So I have people who care for my soul. They minister to me. And I pray that I can be somewhat of that for you, but I encourage you to branch out and to and pray to God to bring those people near you with discernment, people that you can pour into who are trustworthy of the ministry that you need. I have a sister who we we call it doing soul work, you know, and we're both on the same page spiritually. So we deal with things in the spiritual realm um, according to spiritual knowledge. So when we're dealing with principalities and princes and, you know, things of darkness and things of light, um, it helps to know uh, who your enemy is. And I'm very clear that I have a very real uh, spiritual enemy who likes to manifest all kinds of hell in my life, or at least tempt me to agree with manifesting it. So it's good to have people to battle on your behalf, not always fighting you, right? So much of life around us right now is a battle. So I just want to encourage you tonight as you drift off to sleep to pray and ask God to bring those teachers, um, those, those elders, those spiritual guides into your life who know him and know him through his son, who know his word, who are not religious zealots who are going to beat the crap out of you with truth, but who understand fellowship and relationship of mercy and truth. It's a totally different existence. It's predicated fully on forgiveness, surrender, mercy, compassion, grace, power, 
knowledge, wisdom, holiness, all of that. And all of that is there for you. Every bit of it, peace, joy, your righteousness in Christ, all of it is there for you in Jesus Christ, in the person of Jesus and in the word of Jesus. So I just pray life over you. I pray new beginnings over you. I pray holiness and righteousness over you. I pray that you would have a desire for the things of God and his righteousness. I pray that you would find your, quote, tribe, your communities, that you would build your communities, that you would be a community builder. I pray this for you um, fervently. I pray for sweet sleep over you, for protection over you, your mind, your spirit, your body tonight, over your families, wherever there's forgiveness that needs to be granted, beginning in your own mirror, that you would do so this evening before you drift off to sleep. I pray that your body would rest, your mind would rest, and your heart, anything troubling you, that you would just lay it down at the feet of Jesus because he commands you to do so. It's a, it's a command because he loves you and he's big enough to take your burdens. His shoulders are big enough. His heart is big enough. His mind is big enough. And even if it's your 20th time coming to him with the same stuff, what did he tell his disciples? 70 times 7. So bring it all. Instead of building your respective trash heaps, you know, you're just building this mountain of trash in your life of self-unforgiveness, self-loathing, self-pity, all this self-stuff, things of the past, what people have done to you, what they haven't done, how they forgot you, how they've treated you, how they stabbed you in the face and in the back, and let all that stuff go. Just let all that stuff go and grab a hold of your life sitting right there for you. Your life is sitting right in front of you. I pray sweet, sweet sleep over you. Father, bless every person listening to the sound of my voice. Send your holy angels to protect them, to guide them in their sleep. Give them sweet dreams, powerful dreams, restful sleep. I pray that their bodies would fall into a deep sleep of peace, righteousness, and joy. They would have happy dreams, Lord. They would have informative, instructive dreams. That their visions would come to pass, that you've given them their purposes, Lord, that you would speak to them in their time of rest. So I thank you for forgiveness and mercy and grace, and that tomorrow morning, God willing, we all wake up to new mercies again, because you said every day has new mercies. So we thank you that we get a new slate tomorrow morning in Jesus Christ and through him, through his powerful and almighty and holy name. We pray for our military tonight, Father. Some of our guys and gals are preparing to move about, and we pray for them. You would strengthen them, protect them, go before them, go behind them, go beside them. Give them the wisdom and the courage 
and the protection, Lord, bring every single one of them home safely and intact, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I pray for victory over this country in every single area of technology, of resources, Lord, finances, social issues, Father, your church, your body, that we would rise up and serve our country first. In the name of Jesus, I pray. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for this day. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you are. Thank you for this glorious earth that's all yours and all of its inhabitants. Thank you for America. Thank you that we are still a light on a hill and that your oil is in our lamps so that we can continue to shine brightly. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 